Okay, this is Dafyud Gimel towards the end of the Maimon Ace Bays. Altareb explains that through Halosman, which is our address to Hashem, we draw it down from above that Hashem becomes our God, Havaya Lekeinu. Havaya is access to us, like Shalom Melech writes, via Chachma, which is predicated on Bittal. Because Orin Saif only rests on that which is open to it, Chachma, Kayachma, not about data and information, the willingness to be receptive to an idea. Even Bina will only rest uh, when it is invested within Chachma. And Chachma is that which joins together and draws down the Orin Saif into all worlds, because all of them are made with Chachma, as Dovin Amelech writes in Tillim. And as we understand from Torah in every world, that is, that since Urin Soif, which surrounds the world, that is, encompasses from head to foot without uh, differentiation, and this is the mashal of the Yitzchayim, of a great circle that uh, surrounds a line and cannot be invested within any keli in a pneumistic way, because none of them have any stature before them. There is no comparison. Regarding which it says in Yirmiyas the heavens and the earth I filled, identically, heaven and earth. And this is all concealed because no thought can grasp it. And it's not invested in any Kali that should be able to grasp it. Rather, through Chachma, the willingness to uh, learn something completely new in which this Orpanimi can be invested. And through that, it can have impact on each of the nine subsequent spheres. And therefore, when a person is engaged in Teda, he draws down that Hashem should be revealed to him in a personalized way, in Orpanimi, because Teda, of course, deals with Dvarim Gashmim here in Bria, Yitzira, and of course, in Asiya. And that's what we grasp. And within it is the Chachmila. The Daf within it is the Orein Soif, this level of Orpanimi that cannot be grasped in any Kali, only through a manner of Ormakim. And this is what we mean when we say Havaya Elekim. And now we have a vayechad, because the term echad is not talking about the singularity of Hashem, because there's nothing besides Hashem. So you can't say Hashem is one. That's shaykh only by something that is a composite of parts, and then it all becomes one. Like we say, elu ve'elu, devrelikim chayim. These and these are the words of Hashem, the living God, but that's elokim. Even though they appear to be disparate, we affirm that they are in fact one. But this refers rather to the midas, chesed and gavudah. That is, that even though they are individuated, they seem even to be oppositional, because where you have chesed, you can't have vuda. Nevertheless, it's all one, because it draws down the Urain Saif that is invested within Chachma, down into Bina, and from there into the Midas, that they should have a total bit and they should be subsumed one within one, like it says in Divri Ayomim, Hashem, to you, Hashem, and list out the Svidas. They are all bottled to you. They don't have an identity, they are not a composite of parts. And then it draws down this yichud into Baruch Shemfad Mukhusulamvoya, that is Baruch is the term that means connection that it is drawn down into Biyah, and into these Hechalis, it is also drawn down this unification, like it is Lamai Linatsilis, that is drawn down into the Urain Saif, that it should have total bitl. And through this, we have the after Sashemali Kechabachomiadach without limitation. That is, that we should go out of our keli, out of our restraints, that the keli is that which is confining us. And through this, we have the entire parsha that is um, the detachment of the light from the keli. Now, this detachment is uh, indicated in the number of 42. 42, as we mentioned earlier, represents 
rigid identification, like the 42 journeys of the Jewish people. And all elevation is achieved through this concept of 42. And again, here the Alter Rebbe simply states it as a fact. There is greater elaboration on this in the Mimer on Pashas Masai, which details the 42 journeys of the Jewish people. And that's why it has been established to recite Krishna Shalamita, which is the first paragraph of the Shema, which again contains the 42 letters. That is, the Neshama elevates just before a person sleeps, and therefore it's appropriate that it should be predicated by the 42 words of the first paragraph of Shema, the 42 words of this uh, seven psukim of Anabakaya, the 42 words that are a, des a description in Sefi Yeshaya of the angels with the different wings. And again, each of these are, uh, are uh, comprised of 42. This is the Gevura quality within Chesed, that as we know, Gevura and Chesed are not so rigid as to be separated, but rather they can sometimes be intertwined because they all rest within the highest level. The first parsha of Shema is Chesed, where it talks about the Ahafta, love, a keli of Chesed, but the Or is a Gevura, and therefore it evokes this form of journey as indicated by the 42, the 42 words, the 42 journeys, the 42 stages of separation. And now we understand the intent of Kriyashma using this name, because the ultimate intent is that the tachlis upon which the whole world exists, and the whole world, even in the level of the chitzenius, is the gufa parsha. those are the words, which is via hafta, which is all about chesed. That means to say that the chitzenius, that is what you see, is a description of love, via hafta, chesed. This is a level of ava, it's a level of chesed, but in pnimius, the objective here is ultimately a gavura level, that is, so that there should be a separation like the flame desires to detach itself from the wick. This is what it says in Pasha's Balak, that he crouches like a lion and a lioness. And the Gemara in Bracha says that there was a suggestion that this should also be included in the Kriyashma because of this posse, uh, that it, it crouches like we say, that when we lie down, same word, shachav, that Hashem will guard us when we lie down and we rise up, and there will be uh, comforted, as Rashi explains there in the Gemara. And in the Medrash in Yalkut, it explains that they stand like lions that grab, that they sort of snatch away the Kriyashma, because this level of the lion is this level of Gvura in the Keli of Chesed. Like Ramosha Zakata writes in Pasha's Tzav, the fire that's on the altar was in the form of a lion, because Aryeh, lion, is the gematria of Gevura. And like it says in Yecheskel, in the vision that the Pnei Aryeh, the face of the lion, was to the right, even though right is Chesed and the lion is Gevura, it's this intermingling. And this is what it means, they stand like lions. That a Kriyashma, we stand like lions in the first paragraph where we say Vyahafta to the total istalkis, the total going out of any limitation, which is indicated in the commandment and the obligation to love Hashem Bachomiedecha, which includes everything about. And this is all in the first parsha, which is about the passion, the Ratzot. In the second parsha of Kriyashma, Vahayim Shamaya, there is the Shu, that is the drawdown iris into Kalim. And therefore, in the second parsha, it says you should love Hashem with all your heart and all your soul, but not it doesn't have that third level because here it's the opposite. The keli is for gvuda. You should be cautious lest Hashem become angry. 
but the pnimius is the name of 72, the 72 letters of the second, 72 words of the second paragraph, which 72 is associated with chesed, that is divided up into 72 different bridges. Um, and again, the 72 words in Baha'i Shamaya, and the Alter Rebbe makes a statement here that 72 is associated with chesed without elaboration. Why is it referred to as a bridge, 72 bridges, that just like you make a bridge across a, um, a, a, a body of water, and it's made from a whole bunch of different sections so that the water can go over each section and not go over it entirely and drown the person, but there should be a separation. So too, there are 72 bridges, 72 forms of individuated chesed, distinctions, that there's all different aspects of it. For example, on the first state, it was yoin. There was ar, chesed, and there was mayin, chesed. There was, uh, the color was love and was white, and so on, all the different details associated with chesed. Chesed is associated with light, with water, with white. So to above, in the songs of the angels, the tzaddikim sit and they benefit in the higher level on Ganeidim, in the 310 worlds, and so on, all these different details without end. They are all subsumed, though, in these original 72 uh, pathways. But chesed is one essential, undifferentiated, simple pushit concept that the worlds cannot uh, sustain. There needs to be tzimtzum and eshtalshalis, ganeidna elyein and ganeidna natachtain, in order that they start to individuate themselves so that the world can have an, a sense of existence. And that's why 72 in the three psukim of Vayisa, Vayavai, and Vayet, this is in Beshalach and in the Zayar and so on, there are in these three uh, uh, letters, the gematria of 216, which is the gematria of Gevura. Because chesed, when it comes through Gevura and the Tzimtzum, you have like the Gevura of rain. That we mentioned at the gibor in the davening, you recognize from Shemana Esrei, the bracha for rain is introduced with the description of Hashem as gibor. That rain is associated with gvur. I rain is sustains all of life. Why then is it associated with gvuru when it gives life to plants and vegetation? Because rain has to come in individuated drops. There has to be distinction in the rain. Otherwise, you get a flood. Uh, and nothing can exist. It will destroy the world. And the world's intent is to be able to exist and to have kalim. And that's why it necessitates gvura so that the water comes in individuated drops. The drawing down of this light into the keli that is mentioned in the second parasha of Kriyashma, like it says, b'chol nafshechem, that is, that it should be a, 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 a total de dedication and no desecration that we should have no hollowing out, no interruption of the resting of the divine light that is drawn down onto our existence via the dedication of the first parsha, when we say with a even including Mesiris Nefesh, that draws down this level of Orein Soif, even into the levels of 72, which represents again the idea of Gavur. And the Pusik says, matar I grant rain in this land. Matar is 44. Artsichem is Dalid Mem Nun. That is, Venesati, we might have anticipated it would say Venosan Hashem, not I will, but Hashem will. Why does it say Venesati in the first person? Even though it's Meshur Abenu who is the narrator. 
because Hashem is speaking through Moshe Rabbeinu. Nevertheless, we don't find it anywhere else. Why does Moshe Rabbeinu put it in the first person as if he is it when it's Hashem? Only can, because now it has manifested itself in the Gevura quality of Ayin Beis, which is the drawing down of the infinite into the Caliph. And every person can say this about themselves. Since in the first partial we spoke about Masira Snefesh and the subsumption of Orein Soif Mamish, we draw down this Orein Soif into the soul that it should be in all of his very being, and there should be no interruption, that there should be the drawing down of this Ayin Beis, the words that I place in your mouth, my words literally in your mouth. And these are the three Psukim, that are straight, reversed and straight, that there has to be from above to below, then below to above, and then it continues on in this healthy, repetitive cycle that we have all three of these processes or covenants. So we're starting Lekutu Torah, Pashas Ekev, where the Torah talks about the man, Vayachilcha esa man, a man hodiacho. Hashem gave you the man in order to notify you, Adam, a person doesn't just live from bread, people live from the source of the word of Hashem that gives them life. So the Alter Rebbe begins to explain the meaning of the man. What is the spiritual significance of the man? And he says that man, as we know, is associated with tal, with do. It says in the Parsha B'Shalach, in the Parsha of the man, but tal shichvas tal. <clears throat> and we know from Chazal that this is the tal which Hashem will use to be mechayim meisim. Right? The Gemara says in Chagiga that when Hashem will be mechayim de meisim, when Mashiach comes, He'll use Tal. And it says in Chesidus that Tal corresponds to the union of Rachmim Rabim, the great compassions. There's Rachmim, Stam Rachmim, and there is Rachmim Rabim, the infinite compassion. It's a Darge in Elokus which has the power to revive the dead. And that Rachmim Rabim is connected to the concept of Tal, of Du, which is in turn connected to the infant man. The man is connected to Tal. As we say in Davening, that happens through Rachmim Rabim, not Tamsu Rachmim, but when there is a revelation and exposure of the many great mercies of Hashem, this Madrege, that's when Tchis HaMesim happens. So we have Tal and Man and Tchis HaMesim are all interconnected. So Daltrim says, what is the union of Rachmim Rabim? What is the cancer of Rachim Rabim? So first he starts off by saying a Pasik, Pasik in Yirmiyahu, Vazarat is Basisrol, Zerodam Zerabehema, that Hashem says, I planted in the Jewish people two types of seeds, meaning the two types of Neshamas. There's a Neshamas that are called Adam, human Neshamas, and there's a Neshamas called Pedas Behema, Behema Neshamas. So understand what that means. So the Rebbe first prefaces a Pasik in Yecheskel, where it says, Pnei Ayel Yamin. Uh, that, that uh, but the Markova, Yechezkel describes the vision of the Markova, so he describes that there were four faces, and one of the faces was the Aryeh. <clears throat> and the Aryeh, it says, was on the right side. Now, of course, we don't mean, it's not a geographic description, but it means spiritually, you mean the right side is Chesed, Ava, love. As we know, right is Ava. So we see that the lion, the, uh, the Pnei Aryeh, is associated with love. 
But then there's another pasuk in Amos, that when the lion roars, who is not afraid? So that means that the Arya inspires Yira. So how can we reconcile these two psukim? Is the lion the right, on the right side, which is Ava, or is it inspiring Yira? And we also know that the Yomim Neroim are associated with the name Arya. As we know, Arya is Oisis Yira. And it's also, if Enshlo says, it says that Arya is is Elul Rosh Hashanah, Yom HaKippurim, and Hashanah Rabbah. The word Arya is Rosh Hashanah, of these four, which is Yom Neroim, the time of judgment. So how do we reconcile these two psukim? So he explains like this. <clears throat> it depends from which perspective we're talking about. Aryeh is the Giluy of Hashem, the way he's Megala, his greatness, his full greatness, over and beyond the capacity for us to take. And when that happens, Hashem's greatness, the way he is, uh, unadulterated, un- unrestricted, it co- is, is that, the, why does Hashem do it? Because he loves us. When you love someone, you want to be close to them. And you don't want to restrict anything of yourself to, from them. Same thing Hashem. Because of his great love, he's, he's revealing himself. And that's Aryeh. Aryeh is the union from Yamin, of love. From Hashem's perspective, it's an exposure of his right side, his love. But when it affect, how does it affect us? We are on the receiving end. For us, it causes, inspires Yireh. Why? Because for us, when we are so overwhelmed by such a level of degree of divine greatness that is too over, so overwhelming for us, it totally uh, crushes us. It's in, we become totally in awe and trepidation. We're not able to handle it. So that's why Arya is also called Arya Yishak Milo Who will not be inspired with awe, meaning that the receiver, the recipient, the one who's on the receiving end of that revelation, is inspired with Yira. And the Rebbe, the, 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 this is the marshal for that, in Chesidus of a chosim boilet. Now, if you take a, um, a seal that has a um, letters that are bulging out of the seal, right? They're, they're three-dimensional, and you put them into wax, you stick them into wax, then in the wax, it's the opposite. It's not bulging out. The letters become, you know... Um, etched inside the, the, the wax. In other words, this, the source of the, of, the, of the seal has the letters sticking out, right? Three-dimensional. And when it ends up being stuck into the shaiva, it does the opposite. It does an impression in the... The letters are impressed inside the, the, the shaiva, inside the wax. So the same thing, the greatness of Hashem, when Hashem's greatness is revealed... The, the effect it has on us is that in your bitol, and your shrinking, in impression, our egos are being impressed upon and shrunk and restricted because of the awe. So that's the reconciliation of the two psukim. And this is the Indian where it says that when Jidin brought Kabbalah to Besamikdash, uh, it says that there was a f- the fire came down in the form of a lion and it consumed all the Kabbalahs. Now, that we know the Kabbalahs represent the fat and the blood of a person, which is the tainug of Inyanam Gashmim, that you want to sacrifice and elevate to Kedusha. And the same thing, you took the fat and the blood of the animal that you burned on the Mizbeach. That means that the Aryeh, that the revelation of Aryeh, 
the gadolus of Hashem that is gala on the mizbeach, it burned and consumed the ego, the whole presence of the chelav and the dam that makes up the self, the ego uh, of, 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 the, of the animal. So that's the Indian that when the ayah is revealed, the inspiration in the, in the receiving end is the Indian from Yira and Yira from Bittal. <clears throat> now where does the world get then the Ava? If Yira they get from Ayah, although the Ayah comes from Hashem, it's the Ava of Hashem. But what inspires in us is Yira. How do people get, how do we get Yira, uh, Ava? That's Minas Moel, from, ironically from the left side. The left side, although is associated with Yira, with Gvura, left side is Gvura, Gvura is connected to Yira. So how can we get from Pnei Shair, from the bull's face, which is the other face of the Merkava, we get Gvura, we get, we get, we get Ava. This is, Yishair is anything from Gvura, like a bull, like a raging bull. So the answer is, like we said before, when there is a great overwhelming revelation and unrestricted exposure of the godless of Hashem, that inspires in us Yira, because it's so overwhelming. But when Hashem restricts somewhat and holds back some of that greatness and limits his exposure to something, to a level which is we're able to take, that leads to Ava, because now we're able to um, <clears throat> encounter this revelation and internalize it in the Pneumius, and then that causes a certain of love, of a desire to come closer to Hashem. And then the Altrebbe proceeds to explain that this kind of love that we get from the Pnei Shoyer is called Avas Oilam. Why? Because a person, uh, the way a person reveals that love inside of himself is when he is misboinen. So he's, he meditates on the fact that, um, that Hashem embedded his life, his energy, the Chai Salakus, in the worlds, in the limited, in the limited worlds, and that whatever we receive, we can observe with our eyes, with our minds, is extremely limited. That causes in us, elicits within us, a chuka, a great desire to be subsumed in the achtos of Hashem. The way Hashem is beyond creation. Because we see only a glimmer of Him, and that gives us a taste of the greatness of Hashem. And we have a desire to be embraced and, and subsumed by His hope, by His essence. And that's the meaning which it says, Al Domiloch, I mean, it says, it says in Tilim, Al Domiloch, Kori Todim Lashach, the Neshama cries out all the time and cannot be uh, satisfied uh, because it always, it, it, it wants to be completely subsumed and incorporated in Hashem's infinite essence. <clears throat> so the same thing when a person is misbeinen with his seichel, the great hell of Hester of and how Hashem took the Chayzalakus and put it into Olam. That's called Avas Olam because Yemizbainen, how he, he took his Chayzalakus and vested it in Olam in a place of Helam Behester. That elicits this great shuka, this desire to be completely uh, um, subsumed by Hashem. He says, This is called uh, the, the Prince Behema, an Ava Zuta, a smaller Ava. It's an Ava that is extrapolated from these bodies in the limited worlds that we have access with our senses. And from that meditation on the Chai Salaki that's in the world, which we can access through our understanding, we derive, it elicits within us a great desire to discover more, 
we want to discover the essence of Hashem. And that causes a great shukha. That's the inyaf the neshamas that are called pchenes behemet, that they discover and they develop ava, and ava zuta based on oilamis. The chayis aliki that's embedded and hidden within oilamis. But then there's pchenes adam, a neshama that's called the adam, because it says in Yecheskel, Admus Admus Kemara Adam. There was the image of Adam on top of the throne, where the, which were carried, the throne was carried by the four images of the Pnei Arye, Pnei Shai, and then there was on top, there was the Pnei Adam. <clears throat> so this is referring to the masters of Torah. It's like a person who, who has Ramach Evorim and Shesagidim, that's what the goof of a person is for, made from. And, whereas an animal doesn't have that amount. And we have mitzvahs. Torah consists of mitzvahs, which corresponds to different parts of a person's body. And that Torah, which is the infant Adam, is higher than Ava V'yira. It's higher than the Ava that we get from, from which the Nishamash, which are called Behemah, get from the Rizbonimus and Chais of the Elamis. Because the uh, Torah is much higher than Avayir Varaya. The proof of that is Avayir is called Gatfin, uh, only uh, wings that carry the Torah up. They're like um, accessories to Torah. Torah is greater than that. Torah is Hashem Himself. Hashem is beyond creation. But a person learns Torah, connects with Hashem on a much deeper level than the connection that the Nishamas of Behemoth connect to. <coughs> Now, the Rebbe continues in his base and says that it says, says, I'm foolish and I don't know. I'm like behemoth with you. That means that there's two types of behemoth. There's a behemoth which is lower than the dog of Adam, as we said before, Zera Adam, Zera behemoth. Zera behemoth is a person whose consciousness is much lower than the consciousness of a person who is connecting through Teirah. But then there is a dark of behemoth which is higher than Adam. That's why it says behemoth. David said that I'm with you on different levels. There's a lower behemoth and there's a higher behemoth. The higher behemoth is higher than Adam. It's called behemoth rabbe in, in, in behemoth rabbe. And this is even ava rabbe. This is ava zuta, the small ava, and this is ava rabbe. This is, a high, this is a type of ava that is not controlled by the mind and by the logic, by the understanding, by these bodies of a person. It comes from the Etzim HaNeshama, is higher than Seichel. And it's a das, a consciousness um, that, is, that, that is higher than the consciousness that a person gets from being misbunin in Eilamis, in the Chayis Laki, which is in Eilamis. It's a consciousness where a person is masik, save of Kalalamin. The Dalgav Olakuz, where nothing has any meaning. It's Kula Kava Kalokhashiv, everything is bottled, completed to Olakuz. There's no Metzias other than Olakuz. And, that, and from there comes the inyan for Rachmim Rabim. So this is all an introduction to explain what Rachmim Rabim is. Rachmim Rabim is that dark of Olakus, which is higher than Olamus, where the whole inyan of Olamus is, is Kaloch Hashiva, is, is like meaningless, because it's Be'ena Reich completed to Olamus. And that's where Rachmim Rabim comes from. And it's like he says, it's like, um, and, and why is Rachmim coming from such a lofty place, such a transcendent place, which transcends and he's totally removed from, from the whole Indian of Elamis. It's like a melech. He's a marshal from a melech. A melech who's so exalted and over and beyond 
the level of the rest of the nation, and even all his sorim, even the ministers that are important people in the government, even they are considered to him like as if they're very they're nothing, and they're equal to the rest of the the, the masses, because he's the melech is so above the people, so that's why we find by melech dafke melech has more than midas because to him everybody is so uh, poor and so so small and so impoverished of any of any resources that he feels sorry, he feels rachim and compassion. Because the nature of somebody who is great and hot and, and elevated to feel great rachim for those that are lower and and um, and the, the lower they are and the further away from his level, the more rachmanis there is. Where everybody's bottle of metzias there, there's no metzias of world other than alakus. And then we say, Kiloka Shiva Kamei, Dafke there, even the Ulam Salyan in Dalta Rebbe says, Shamayim Lazaka Be'enov, it says in Eov, that even the heavens have no schus in front of his eyes. That means they're all Kiloka Shiva. Dafke there comes the greatest Rachmim and the Rachmanis because they're all perceived as Shvalim and Gruim, Betakos Ashiflus. Compared to Hashem, they're the lowliest of the lowliest. The Rebbe says, even Gadidna Elyon and Gadidna Tachten is. It's fitting that Hashem shared with Rachmanes, because even Gan Eden is tzaddikim yoshim and enemy ziv ashchina, because even Gan Eden the alien is only the ziv, it's only a, a, a glare, a glimmer of of a lakus. And compared to lakus itself, it's nothing kolach hashiva. It's only a ziv or of mispashit from Hashem, but he himself is not shaykh to say the inyan from ziv, because everything is bottle. Even Gan Eden alien is bottle b'mitzias to him, and they're all incorporated in his achdus. And there's nothing separate from him that you could say, like it's a separate Metzius of a Ganeiden. There in Metzad him, the way he is, exalted beyond creation, everything is incorporated in him. It is not separate. And even the dog of Eden, this Gan, Eden. Eden, we know, is a higher dog in Ganeiden Gufa. It says in Kabbalah that Gan is Bina and Eden is Chochme. And even Chochme, which is the, the, the most pristine sphere of all the spheres, even that is compared to it's like the level of Asiya. Because to him, even is nothing. It's like an Asiya Gashmis. And therefore, the Rachmanis is great even on Eden, on Chachma. <coughs> and this, his boniness, when a person is his bonin, what is Rachmim Rabim? Rachmim Rabim is the is, is, is a, it comes from a, such a madrege where everything is kaloch hashiv. And when a person is misbeinen, when a person misbeinen, the, 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 the person can be mo'ira rachmim rabim on his neshama. That means on the nitzel akus, which is inside of him, which is a chilek el mal, mal mamish, and that his neshama comes on the one hand from a lakus mamish. From a dark of Alakus, we said, Nia Vailoshanisi, where Hashem is beyond change, everything is bottled by Vutl to him. Everything, Atem Kodim Shinivrailam, Matalach Shinivrailam, that means that the, 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 everything is bitl by Mitzis and Alakus. And that's where his Nishama comes from, from that dark. And yet, the Nishama came down and, and came into Elam Hazar, and now through his behavior and through his actions, the Nishama became attached in the vanities of Elam Hazar, which is Mailem and Master on the Emes on the light of truth, and he's preoccupied with the nonsense and vanities of Elam Hazar, 
which is mamish kolo chashiva, mamish is kolo mamish. So what the Rachmanes it is on him, when a person realizes the great Rachmanes of the based on the yerida that his neshama had. And I feel like even if a person is not preoccupied with havle or elam, with the nonsense of the world, but let's say he's learning Torah, but he's learning Torah with a feeling that, oh, that he's, he's becoming something. Right? He feels like um, um, he enjoys the learning because it adds to his metzias. He becomes a metzias dovo. So this is becomes, as the Gemara says, tachaz hashemesh, that the Torah doesn't go up to the higher elements because it stays down here under the sun. It's called Hakal Hevel Veroz Ruach. It's like all evil and vanity. The Torah is remains stuck in Golas, Dolomato. For the person is misbeinen how much his Nisham has come down. And now through his behavior, even dragged the Nisham even to lower conditions. Right? Where everything is Hevel Avalim, Shaim even is misamic. In this Indian, uh, <coughs> and everybody knows by himself <coughs> his own personal failings. Which further down drags the neshama down lower and lower, that will cause him to be ma'ira rachmim rabim in great compassion and mercy from Hashem. That when he sees how he has gone down to such a lowliest of the lowliest levels, so far away from alakus, and when he's ma'ira rachmim rabim, this will through through crying and 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 being ma'ira rachmim rabim, begging Hashem's mercy. It will lift him up. It will give him new chayas, because the yirid of the neshama dan in in in, in havla avolim, the vanities of the world, is like misa, because you lose the chayas of alakus, and this will bring tchias amesim. The rachmim rabim brings tchias amesim beruchnias, right? He becomes revived. His neshama becomes revived. He said that even tchias amesim we said before come through tal, ki tal eres talecha. It says. Right, the tal of light is your tal, and this is what it says in Kabbalah. In tala, the not of mepumadatika. This is tal that drips from the mouth of Atik, so to speak. That means that the the gilui of Atik, which is the gilui of tal, is as such a galus alakus, with such intensity, with such abundance, it comes straight from the source of life of Ein Sof. And when that's revealed, is Hashem's glory becomes revealed so much that if, even in a place where there is before that, before that Gilui, there was only a little bit of Chayas, that we, that we can be from above, you awaken and listen from above, that, <coughs> that, that this little bit of Chayas becomes incorporated in Echot and becomes bottling its source, just like a candle becomes incorporated it's subsumed inside a larger flame and they become, then all the Nitzutas gather from all the different places. And through that, they can get, they can receive great chayas, intense chayas, that is powerful enough to be mesim, where we say that even a mace has kissed the chayusa, there's a little bit of drop, a glimmer of life left, which keeps, sustains the body for a while. So even a play with this tiny, tiny fraction of, of uh, of glimmer of life will be in, in it will be in, will be inspired and engendered with a whole new level of life because it comes from Rachim Rabin where life is very intense and giving Mechayim Mason. And it is Begashmias also, but also Baruchni is a person giving Mechayim Nefesh when he feels so alienated from Alakus, that's also called Chiesa Mason. The, the Shami is attached to Havle Elam and is considered like a Mason. It says, that the Rishayim are called.
like dead that are buried. And I feel the highest. I feel the highest which they have is considered like mace, like dead. And so they say, is Rachman Rabbim in Avaid, when a person is Ma'ir Rachman and his Neshama, is Ma'ir and he gathers all the highest from, from everywhere. The, the, the Kiste the Chayusa is still there in his Neshama and he brings it up to its Makkah Vesheresh and from that he gets Chayas Rav. A lot of chayas to revive his neshama. So now we explain the in of Rachmim Rabim. Now Rachmim Rabim is the source of Trias Amesim. And that's connected to the infant Tal. Tal is this darga of Rachmim Rabim. And he says like this that the Amshoch of Rachmim Rabim in the world to do Trias Amesim, both Begashmis and also in Aveda, Baruchnis. But it cannot come in its plain form. It has to be mislabish in Yud Gimel Midas Rachmim. Yud Gimel Midas is already Midas. Midas are measured. So Rachmim Rabim is bleakful. That's the way the Rachmim is in its absolute unadulterated form, which is bleakful. But in order to be Mizgal in the world, it has to go through the channels of Yud Gimel Midas. Because otherwise it can't be mislabish in the world. It needs the Timsum of the Yud Gimel Midas, and then it can come down into the world. And these 13 meters correspond to the 13 Shvatim, the Yud Be Shvatim and Shevet Levi, which is the 13th. So this is why during Slichas we say, and um, the Yud Gimel Midas from Rashidish Elul on, and, and we, I mean, not only Slichas, but we say from Rashidish Elul, some people say Slichas from Rashidish Elul, but this is the Zman of his Eurus of Prilis Rachmim Rabim. And this is why it says in Tehillim, Rachmecha Rabbi Hashem, Hashem Yerachmim are incredible, they're great, they're in abundance. As your justice, or as you, according to your judgment, give me life. What is the meaning, the connection, Rachmecha Rabbi Hashem, through the Rachmim Rabbim, you can bring down Chayas, even in a place which is Mishpotecha, where there is judgment, where there is limitations. And that can bring chayen, you can bring new life to that place. That's even tchiyas amazing. And as we say also, transcribe us, or inscribe us for chayen, for good life. <clears throat> that means we should revive us, that our little bit of life that's left from all this distance from Alakus should be revived and elevated back to Achtus Hashem. This is also the meaning what it says in Yeshaya, Ki Avrom lo We don't know Avrom. Um, uh, Yavram doesn't know us and Yisrael doesn't recognize us. Atavaya Avinu, but you Avaya, you are a father. So what's the meaning? What does Avaya Avinu mean? Avinu, father, is usually someone of a Rachmim. Father is associated, as father is associated with Rachmim. That's what he said. He says, Mishu, Avinu Malkeinu. We plead with Hashem Timo'ere, the, the, the Avinu, the Rachmim, and to lift us up from our, from our challenges. And, and we say that this atovayo vinus is Avram. We're not we're not concerned, we're not concerned with Israel, we're not concerned. Who do we want havayo vino? That's higher than the others, in other words. Right? We're dismissing Avram in Israel, and we want havayo vino. <coughs> he said because it says in the Pashas Ve'ira, Shmi havayo lo nidai to lehem. That for the others, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu Ve'ira. They, they, they did not have a soge in the Shemavaya. Shemavaya is higher than the, 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 the Ovis, than the dark of the middle of the Ovis. 
They didn't have a connection to the right. This is the Yivarachim Rabim, which is higher than Eulamis, which is higher than Dag of Ovis. And this is what it says, that the Mon, which is connected to Tal, which is also synonymous with Rachmim Rabim, it says also that the Mon is, your fathers don't know. What means they don't know it? That means the Sadag of Olokus, which the Ovis didn't have any idea in it. And then the Posse concludes, they gave you the man to teach you that not the lechem alone a person lives by. So the Alter Rebbe explains, <coughs> so Chazal say, lechem is Torah. And Chazal tell us that anybody who says, I'm just going to learn Torah, I feel a Torah in it, then he doesn't really have Torah. Why? Because Torah is be'emes alukus. The Torah, the way we understand it, is only a lavush to something which is infinite. It's alukus. A person has to know, not, do you, not, not just take the Torah as a lavush, only to see the garment of Torah, he has to be, is to be, is to be connected with the premise of the Torah, the Lakushim Torah. In this way, you can Yichya Adam, just on the bread, on the Torah itself, the Seichel of Torah, you cannot live from. <coughs> right? Who cannot live from Adam? Not just the person down here, but also the Adam Elosh Alakise, because Yidin on Mamshech Hamshachas Lamayla in Adam Elyon, Hayer Hamshachas in Adam. As it says, he's from a fairness of hidden feet of him. That means that a man should greet him in the Adam Shaltusakise. So Yichya Adam is only from Torah that you learn with, with the awareness that the, 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 the Torah is Moitzapiyavai. That the Torah is Moitzapiyavaya. It's not just the Seichel of Torah. Then that through his bodiness, that his masculine, his boyness, that the Torah is Moitzapiyavaya. It's Hashem's words. It's a Raisim Kuchbir Kulachad. Only then is Yichya Adam can you be Mamshech all the Amshachas with him at the Torah. And this is the concept of Tal Torah. So Torah is also connected to Tal, to the Inan. So because Torah is a Shmoker and Sheirish is also from the same place as Tal, which is in Verachmim Rabim. And it says in Chazal, Kala Isik Vatirah, Tal Torah Mechayehu. The Tal of Torah gives them new life, which is the Inan Vatriya Samesim, which comes from Prince Kalamin, but what? Torah, on the other hand, is being Gashim and Oasis Gashmis. Because where do we see Torah? We see Torah in, in physical Oasis. This is to teach you that through the man, you see also what Torah really means. Because when you see the man, the man on the one hand is Tal, higher than the Ovis, higher than Atik, higher than Elamis. And at the same time, it came down in a form of a physical man that people were able to eat and crush and make into food, like physical stuff. So it's like a, a, a dichotomy. Yes, on the one hand, it's, it's Tal is connected. It's the, the essence of Tal is the, is the highest, loftiest, right, most pristine level in Elokus, which is Bligvul, and yet it was embedded in, 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 in a physical food. Same thing with Torah. The Torah, the said that the man is teaching you that <coughs> a person has to be aware. Torah is not when it appears on the surface, like uh, physical ideas and letters and ideas and information. It just came down in the form of ideas, and from the man we can learn that the Torah is a meitzpiyavaya. It's not just the lechem, but it's meitzpiyavaya. It comes from its divine source in the highest darkest.